Hi everyone and welcome to the Aimlessly Podcast. My name is Felix and my co-host is... Hey guys, my name is Stephanie. Welcome. Welcome and today we're going to talk about a little bit about ourselves. So how many years have we known each other? Um, I've known you since I was 19, I believe, and now I'm going on 26 this year. So that's six years i don't know math i i don't (laughs) six years no i i think it's going on five years you know it is five years are you sure yeah yeah because um it was a march when i started working at um red robin correct correct that's how we met yeah and (laughs) wow yeah Five years, damn! Time flies. It it's, really does. Seems like, like it was just yesterday. So let tell everybody a little bit about yourself. So basically, um, I'm Puerto Rican, <laughs> and I'm super Puerto Rican. Um, I'm a pastry chef. I'm a makeup artist right now. Um, I'm doing catering, and. Um, I like bake on the side here and there. How about you, Felix? Well, I have my career in the biomed engineering. Um, I bake too. I I don't do much on the side. I do a, bit, I do a little party planning here and there. No, you definitely do more than a little bit. Don't discredit yourself. Not, not a lot, but as much as I wish to, but... It's getting there. Um, And now podcasting. (laughs) So I grew up in the Virgin Islands and you grew up in Jersey. Yeah, I was born in Puerto Rico and I spent most of my life in New Jersey. And um, growing up, I had a family in New York and Puerto Rico. So I traveled a lot there back and forth. When did you move? How old were you when you moved to New Jersey? I think I was only um, a couple years old, and then I moved to Amboy. Um, okay, um, I was born, raised my entire life in the Virgin Islands, in the island of Saint Croix. I moved to Jersey, going on seven years. What what year are we in? Nineteen eighteen? Yeah, seven years. I'm gonna go on seven years. I moved there in two thousand eleven, and um, that's one thing. We did have a separate childhood experience. For example, I had the sun, the water, and the sun all year <laughs> round, so it was pretty hot. Um, and I had trash, trash. <laughs> More trash. <laughs> I mean, Jersey's not that trash. So let's not advertise it that way. <laughs> Compared to Virgin Islands, though, it's so nice. Yeah, I, I know. Like, um, growing up, I didn't. You know, you know when they say that you don't, you don't realize how much you want something until you lose it. Mm-hmm. That's definitely what happened when I moved here. Like. Um, I mean, at first it was all cool, experiencing all the seasons, different clothing, shopping. But back in the Virgin Islands, I did shopping only when I had a party to go to or I had to go to the movies. 
um, because the movies was the spot. I mean, everybody in high school was there. Everybody would uh, hang around there, and you always had to show off what you have. You know, act important, act popular. You know, kids, high school, whatever. Um, but I definitely loved the beach. The beach from my place was literally a block. I used to go sometimes after school, do wow. my homework, just go sit down in the sand, take a dip, come back home, um, the boardwalk. I used to walk there. I used to go there Friday nights to eat ice cream. Um, yeah, we literally every party was at the beach. We did a lot of parties at the beach, a lot of barbecuing. One thing I never did was I never, I never camped at the beach. Yeah, I would not. You know, no way. You know, that's something very popular there, especially during um, Holy Week, mm -hmm. spring break. Everybody goes to the beach. We used to go daily or go daily but we never slept at the beach we never camped a lot of people camps it's a it's an i, I would say it would be a nice experience but i never did it um one other thing i miss is the sunset the sunrise seeing that the sun over the horizon it's just amazing um and now here in Jersey where I don't see shit. There's no stars <laughs> at all. I mean, the air is so polluted, I don't see anything. But <laughs> I'm lucky I could breathe. But um, yeah, it's, it's way different. Definitely. So what were your days like? Like, how would you... Give me a day-to-day -day basis of you growing up. Like, where would you hang around? What was the go-to place? Um, what was in style? Were you the popular kid? Yes. How many boyfriends you had? <laughs> Too many. <laughs> so basically, I um, I I grew up actually in um, I grew up in Amboy. And then um, I moved to Cotteret and I got bullied really badly as a child. It was so bad that um, I got depression and my mom physically took me out of school. And I was homeschooled for most of my elementary school. I went back um, for middle school and um, I was so like closed off from the world because um, I went to church every day, literally every day, for a, a couple years. And when I went back to school, you know, kids are bad as hell. So it was definitely uh, a change. And then after that, um, once I went back to school, my parents got divorced. So um, that's when I rebelled. So I was very young when I started to. Uh, rebel and go crazy and um, I was like 13 smoking cigarettes on the street wow. by 15 yeah I was I was bad I was so bad like everyone's like oh <laughs> like I went I played in the pool and I did this and I was like I'm gonna go 
roll this blunt right now. At 13? At like 13, yeah. Wow. And I, I hid it for a long time. I mean, but why, why would you bully that school? Because um, I was really pretty. And then um, uh, I had cut my hair. Because, you know, the bob, like the pixie bob was in style. And I got the pixie bob. And they were like, oh, you're a boy. Oh, oh, wait. So, look. The kid, there was this kid. His name was Marty. Mm-hmm. He was the one who used to pick on me. He used to be like, oh, you walk like a duck. You look like a lesbian. You you have short hair. This is that. My mom took me out of school because of that kid, Marty. Years later, when I worked in Red Robin, I seen Marty, and he got a job there. And he's like, hey, Stephanie, you remember me? And my jaw, like, I was like, oh, my God, my life. Like, I was like... Like, I had to go home. Like, I was like, I can't work today. Like, this is too much. And he's like, you remember me? And I'm like, I don't know you. And it wasn't until, like, weeks later after him working there that I told him everything and how I was depressed and, like, almost killed myself. And I was, like, only, like, 12 years old. My mom took me out of school and everything. Well, because of Marty. And he, like, had no idea. And he's like, oh, like, I'm not like that. Like... I never meant to hurt you and it's crazy how one person can affect your life so much and I feel like still to this day like I'm still traumatized from all things he said and he's like just this regular Joe Schmo and he had no idea yeah and you guys were kids so obviously yeah. he yeah. wasn't that much sure as he though. is yeah he's well, the reason we think why he is right like, now all this happens but um that's that's pretty i didn't know that about you oh, <laughs> do you remember marty no i don't i guess i i was you know you started way before yeah, yeah, yeah. me there were robin and i didn't even last a year um, <laughs> but now i was gonna ask you well i was gonna say back to bullying i never experienced bullying well, I did, but where I was from is like someone bullied you, you would stand for yourself no matter what. Like nobody will take shit from anybody. Yeah. You know, like someone comes after you, you better be ready because that person is ready to fight because they know you're going to fight back. So i had my couple encounters in school and i stood for myself i ain't gonna lie at some of the times my first encounter for bullying was my first day in middle school i don't remember what it was i know this guy at the lunchroom was trying to tell me something i cursed him out and um the good thing i knew some some good friends they saw it happen and then they got my back and then I think that was the first time I experienced it but at the end of the day I never had that experience as you and other people that they get bullied and they get depressed and it becomes an issue and kids are very sensitive definitely Regardless, I mean, if you're not in that environment where you have to have a tough skin, mm-hmm. um, you definitely are going to feel a type of way and can easily hurt yourself. 
Um, and the good thing is your mom did the right thing, got you out of school, <laughs> got you some help. <laughs> and Definitely. Yeah, I feel like that's definitely um, a huge problem that goes on that people don't, you know, nip in the butt right away. They're like, oh, they're just kids. But um, you, everyone definitely gets affected differently from bullying. So when you saw Marty... Were you sad or did you feel like you had some kind of grudge towards him? Um, no, there was no grudge, nothing. I was just like, I didn't want that part of my life to be brought up again. Because like that was washed away. Like I didn't even remember him. I didn't remember. I, that erased completely from my life. So when I saw him, it was like all these things that I never even like... Like, stuff that I didn't remember, mm-hmm. I remembered. And, like, I didn't go to school for so many years because mm-hmm. of this kid. And it just brought you back to that moment. Yeah, and he, like, so, he didn't, my, my mom took me out of school in the middle of the school year. Like, I was, like, done. She's like, that's it. And he was like, yeah, you disappeared. No one know what happened to you. Like, I don't understand. And I'm like, talking to a therapist. Like, my parents think that I'm losing my because mind. Because of him. Yeah, but did he did he bully you every day? Was this an everyday thing? It was an everyday thing. Yeah, yeah. Wow, and it was like other people too. So, what would you say to people that met their childhood bully and don't have the courage to say anything, or just like what you experience um, brings them back to that moment? What would you say? they should do how they should go about the situation um i think forgiveness is everything um that's the first thing i did like as soon as like we talked i told them like i was like look i forgive you like it's fine don't worry about it because i could be that person and hold the grudge but that's not who i am i'm very forgiving and you just move on from life you know it's not his fault that you know his parents didn't raise him that way you know okay yeah um um also do you think you felt better when he apologized or you felt better saying that i forgive you um, no, definitely like him telling me all that. that I was made a like, change. all right, like that, it was crazy. That's yeah, definitely what yeah. brought it down. And then look, right after that, like we became friends. He lived in front of this other coworker. Um, so I would go to her house and I would see him. So thank God that I told him what really happened and that we squashed it because I see him every other day because he lived literally in front of my friend's house. And then he was, he was trying to talk to me and he would text me every day. And then he was talking to two other girls at work and those two bartenders found out and I was there, but I kept it a secret. I didn't tell anybody that we were texting and talking on the low. And the two girls fist fought at Red Robin in front of everybody. And they were oh, like, he's that. mine. He's mine. And I'm like in my head, like, oh, my God. I saw a lot of fights on that one. He's texting me, too. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone got fired. Oh. <laughs> End the story. That's how it happens. <laughs> the end. <laughs> and that's it. And my life has been great ever since. <laughs> well, um, that's that's pretty good because, you know. 
I would say it took it took a lot from you, you know, seeing your childhood bully, bring back all those memories, all those emotions. Uh-huh. I mean, you could easily it was fall. Definitely meant to happen. That's yeah, crazy. you could have definitely fall back into depression oh, just yeah. thinking about mm-hmm. your experience in the past. Holding but you know, you definitely were the bigger person. You got some cojones in you and you went towards him Mm -hmm. and told him listen this is what's going on this is how I feel this is what you did to me but I forgive you and you know and at least he was also a bigger person obviously he matured and he also apologized for his wrongdoings and um made you feel way more better and then he was your crush yeah thank god we never hooked up oh my god (laughs) well that just tells you how crazy the world is like you could you could definitely one person meet them um you know now and you never know in the future they'll be closer than what it is yeah you never know that cashier that you see every day that's boring at the grocery store she might become your sister-in-law <laughs> yep exactly wow that's that's pretty interesting that's, that's, that's a crazy story yeah, right that's that, literally like my life story right there like that little corner is like what made me who i am today like that little chunk i feel like that was what changed my whole world i feel like everybody has something that's like that yeah, and one thing that you did say is move on, mm-hmm. forgiveness. I think that's also important. I'm a person, I don't hold grudges on anybody. If you did something to me, you could have been done the worst thing. Mm-hmm. At the moment, out of anger, I might do things that I may regret later. But I do forgive. I believe in karma. I believe Same. like whatever bad intentions you had to do things to me and you didn't get to do that will happen something is going to happen to you for what you did so i just leave it in the hands of whoever mm-hmm. higher above whoever you believe in <laughs> and it will be handled you know um i think it's also important as a person for you to evolve and continue in life because if you hold grudges you're stuck in the moment you don't move on you i mean it could affect you in your personal life in your job in your career and because you're so stuck in the past and everybody is ahead of you you can't move forward exactly that that grudge holds you a lot it doesn't only affect you with the relationship with with that person but it would affect you in anything you do so personally i don't hold grudges against anybody i just think is a waste of my time holding a grudge i have so much other things to do than hold a grudge yeah i don't i don't hold grudges like but like now i feel like now like i cut people off so quick like if you give me the wrong energy i'm like that's it we're done what would it take for you to cut somebody out of your life Because it seems like you're just deleting people out of your Instagram account. (laughs) So, basically, most recently, 
I um, if I feel like we or our energies just aren't mixing, like that's it. Like you really won't hear phone calls from me. Like little by little, I just distance myself. Like I like to still, you know, have friends and connections with everybody. But I'm done. I'm done telling everybody the gossip. I'm done telling everybody the drama. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. Like I just yeah. keep everything to myself because I've seen. You know, I've been with. Um, another red robin um and i feel like i was always caught up in the drama caught up in this caught up in that caught up in the social life and it's like i transferred and i work at another store now and i just focus on myself and i moved up so much and you know like i have my own apartment my own car my own this my own that and it's just because i'm focusing on myself not other people so it's quick i'm so quick to just cut everybody off and focus on myself yeah, I mean, drama in the workplace. I mean, any any time of stress in the work, yeah, it will affect you personally. Yeah. It's just I so mean, entertaining. Like, yeah. you can't help yourself. I mean, everybody likes drama here and mm-hmm. there. Um, but another thing I wanted to say before we talk into drama is you cutting people off that says a lot of how much you're mature and how independent you are because when you don't rely on anybody you could definitely cut anybody off quickly in a finger snap easily i mean you know what you could take who you don't like if they don't roll with your vibes like you said easily move on i mean i'm the same way i may not cut them at the moment They'll still be my friends on Instagram, but we don't talk. They could text me all they want. I might answer you two weeks later and give you an excuse. But I'm not the person to take shit from people or, you know, whatever you don't tolerate. If I don't tolerate something, I'm just done with you. Um, The drama. (laughs) I mean... We're how old are you? Me, I'm gonna be 26. Oh, yeah, we're the same age. Um, so yeah, we're in our 20s, obviously. Mid 20s. We're not in our early 20s anymore. This is crazy. Mid 20s. <laughs> Mid 20s. That's it. I know. I'm gonna be 26 in June. One more year. Late 20s. Think about that. <laughs> I don't feel that old. My heart. <laughs> <laughs> So wait, so would you say someone in their thirties is old? Would you date somebody in their thirties? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I talk to guys all the time in their thirties. I feel like I can relate more because I don't have to like baby them. Like I feel like they're like on my my on my level, independent. Yeah, Yeah. they know what they want. Correct. Yeah. I mean, that's normal for girls. Girls always looking for a person they could really eye on, someone that could. Yeah, that daddy. Zaddy, that's all they want. <laughs> that guy that could definitely them, take care of them. Yeah. I mean, it's typical girl nature, you know, have some security of Correct. wherever they're going to live, money-wise, love-wise, physical. Babies. Yeah. Definitely. Um now, now that we're talking about that. <laughs> Wait, what daddies or babies? Daddies. <laughs> <laughs> Now that we're talking about that, is like what what would definitely make your ide- I say ideal because six figures. Oh damn, she went straight to the bank. <laughs> I 
Okay, so. I'm done. (laughs) No, definitely I don't want to be with, well, I don't talk to anybody who's not like, has a, a, who has a career and stuff like that. Like, no offense to anybody, but like, I'm not an idiot. Like, I'm not been there, done that, been through all this, you know, stuff in my life, been with losers, been with winners. I'm not going to put up with it. Like, if you're not on my same level, if I want to go out and eat in a five-star fucking restaurant, you better get your shit together and you better go drive me and we're going to fucking eat a good ass meal i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do it like it's not mm-hmm. gonna work out we need to be on the same page with and like also like education too like i can't be with like no dumb guy like it's just not gonna work but know? what if what if you um meet a guy he's smart mm-hmm. educated has all the degrees but is still struggling with yeah. his career i just feel like that's so shady but i'm over being with somebody who's on the come up okay <laughs> i've been waiting too long like you need to I have mean, your shit I, together that's, like, i mean i'm not waiting everybody anymore. has their standards yeah. yeah every job has their standards i mean in order for them to apply they gotta have certain standards yeah, i'm not like molding a guy like, uh-huh. that's it like either you have i mean I, I don't mean molding not. i'm just yeah. saying like career wise yeah. he is not making that money mm-hmm. but there is potential i mean the guy let's say he has his bachelor's two masters huge potential to be making over six figures mm-hmm. in the next 15 20 years um would you start dating that person knowing currently okay he's not making this much money but i see that he's educated he treats me well he knows what i want he's smart he i mean what else you you like in a guy yeah he got that body yeah i mean i it just it really just depends it really does and you really connect with the person yeah would money make it or break it yeah you think money will break it probably that's so that's so fucked up i know that's fucked up i mean everybody has their i mean i'm nowhere to judge Mm -hmm. i mean because it all depends on your past experiences obviously you had experience with guys who haven't had money um they probably treated you bad and or whatever they did and that affects your current situation on what else you want for the next guy that comes in your life yeah okay i mean i used to be like that too when i used to date and used to go on grinder <laughs> and look up guys <laughs> no like like i'm not i'm not being like this person like you know like if you have like a good job and you can move up and you're doing okay for yourself and like we vibe like you know what yeah and you do have potential like i'll give you a chance i give everybody a chance everybody who asks me on a date i say yes i'm like let me give him a shot 
Okay, that sounds you know? better. Like, it I sounded try, like I try, but like it sounded in my head. Like I've been on like last week. I literally went on like four dates, and like I didn't vibe with any of them. And like a lot of them had like money, had the full package, had everything, but I didn't vibe. So you never know. Like if I do meet a guy and he's like not up there with his money, but we vibe. I guess like yeah, that is more important to me. But I need to know that like you have shit going for you. Like I can't be with somebody who's like oh. I don't know what I want to do. I don't know this. I don't know that. Like I just, like I can't. Like that's just no. Get your shit together. Like especially if he's in his thirties. Mm-hmm. Like no, I'm not. I'm sorry. Bye. Like it's. Well, I mean, yeah. Age also makes a difference yeah. based on your age. Where are you in your life? That definitely it's a make it or break it moment. Um, but going back to me and my dating time. <laughs> um, <laughs> when I used to go on grinder, actually I was the person. But then I realized I'm dating mm-hmm. on grinder. True. Who am I gonna find out True. on Grinder that is educated, mm-hmm. stable, <laughs> and knows what he wants? I mean, and definitely. Has the body. That, I mean, I, I was never the person to look for someone based on physical appearance. Mm-hmm. I I was trying to connect with the person more emotionally. Before I decided, oh, yeah, I like this guy. I'm going to date him. I'll try and pursue a relationship with this guy. I mean, physical appearance, anybody could be get there. Anybody could get fit. Anybody could have it. If you work out, put your mind to it, you could get it. But internally, yeah, that can be molded that's definitely something you grew up with yeah, it's true. And that's who you are mm-hmm. and that's it so you wanna you always want to connect with the person emotionally more than what they look physical i never um went for the physical appearance <laughs> but i mean but i was never lucky to find any guys on Grinder with my <laughs> stability, um, except the last one we started as friends, mm-hmm. and it was straight friendship. Definitely, he told me I just want to be friends. I'm like, cool. I'm always open for a new friendship. We started talking. We started hanging out. Then I started noticing that I couldn't stop thinking about this guy and then next thing you know we're six months into a relationship I still can't even believe that I mean out of nowhere though like it was like out of nowhere literally that's what it was it was out of nowhere I wasn't really looking for anybody I was so focused and enjoying my summer because it was mm-hmm. summertime. I did enjoy my summer. I did a lot this summer, and I hope, th- I mean, last summer, and I hope this summer I do a lot, a lot more than what I did last summer. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's not, he's not the ideal guy that any guy will want to in terms mm-hmm. of money. physical appearance I mean I'm not saying he's ugly I don't think he's ugly he's not sexy but (laughs) (laughs) papi (laughs) (laughs) but you know what I mean is like he's not your perfect guy Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. In terms of that, but an emotional connection. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've you actually find you could actually find someone on Grinder of all places that will love you unconditionally, regardless of who you are. <laughs> and I appreciate that so much from him. Um, Yeah, but this was great. Yeah, I mean... I learned a lot about you. Uh, I mean, I didn't say much, just that I've been on Grindr for the past four <laughs> years. <laughs> I didn't know about Grindr until, like, a couple months ago. Oh, Grindr is a whole another podcast. <laughs> but, all right, well, that's it for today. Well, this was a great intro, and I'm, I'm happy. Yes, um, definitely learn a lot. And um, thank you guys for listening. Definitely. And stay tuned for our next podcast. Bye. Bye.